there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, Daily Intermission fans, it's episode one, season three. I'm joined in studio by Nathan Brown. How we doing, fella? Well, firstly, it is indeed season three. And secondly, yes, it's good to say mostly gentlemen, because I can guarantee there's not a woman listening. You don't think? No. You don't think we have? I guarantee Mariah listens. True. Yep. Yep. Okay. Shout out Mariah. Yeah. North Carolina gal. I take that back. There's got to be a few out there. There's definitely a few women. Yeah. I I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Thank no, you so much. I mean, yeah, yeah majority male. Yes. That, 99%. <laughs> anyway. Nate, we're fresh off a trip to Prince Edward Island. Yeah. The RBC scramble. Man, dude, this scramble, man. Like, what a joke this scramble is. <laughs> I've been pretty, like, vocal about it for the last few weeks, but holy hell, man. It's, it's just impossible to win. So it's a net scramble. So essentially you get four people and they adjust your handicaps and give you a team handicap and that's and it's the net winner. So we started off I think at five under. We were like the second lowest handicap to start off the week. And I think we came twentieth. So we came we shot fourteen under gross, giving us like a nineteen point something under with our handicap. But you gotta bring a score. You have to bring someone to the tournament to go with another group for the whole day. Yeah. Cheat, which is just on a Tuesday after a long weekend is a tough thing to find. For sure. For think sure. That RBC would just kind of send them out. Like what a work trip that would be for like some yeah. young people, you know? Yeah. For some young Fire tellers, them send them up. So yes, yeah, so he had to bring a score along. So we brought a score along, but we were mingling a bit with some of the wheat females in the tournament and they started off at 21 under. So bef- they had to shoot over par for us to beat them. Yeah, they would have had to go, what, plus two for us to just catch them. Yeah. <laughs> like, sick, Tony, guys. It's tough, Valley man. Credit Union Open. It's it, it was tough. It's a sandbagger open, the uh, the RBC Scramble, but it was a fun experience. We got to go up to Mill River Resort in the Boone Neck of Northern PEI. I mean, it's, it was a nice track, tough golf shots, tough track. but It was a nice course. Yeah, all in all, uh, yeah. It, Restaurant uh, can use a little work. I mean... Oh, the service at a resort. It was so bad. Dude, hour and a half for dinner. I I got a Caesar salad and chicken wings. I had a fantasy draft at 8 o'clock. We sat down for dinner at 6.15. I had to bring my laptop into the restaurant. We hadn't got our food yet. Yeah. Also, that Caesar salad I got, like, I How could was that? chuck a review on TripAdvisor. Dude, I could have whipped up something better blindfolded. You think so? Yes, man. Okay. It was bad, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude, it was like no-name croutons on top of a, no disrespect, no-name. We would love a sponsorship. Very funny, <laughs> very funny marketing campaign you guys are, are rocking with right now. But anyway, no-name croutons and just, like, Whitehead's lettuce. I thought I got a salad from a pizza shop. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah. Tossed yeah. wings. There wasn't even any sauce on the damn thing. I must say, my pretzel bun burger was... <laughs> Top notch, but I mean, this uh, anyway. The for a resort, were good. Were they good? Yeah, they were good. Yeah, it was yeah. Just yeah. Like, give me some sauce and yeah. give me some damn service. Yeah, Over for here sure. Drinking diet cokes, peed fourteen times before I even did. I might have diabetes, also, folks. 
<laughs> just want to throw that out there. I've seen a lot lately. I drink a lot of water, but I'm yeah, is that going to be something you go address? You think anytime soon? Yeah, I think so. I also just haven't been feeling particularly great for like three weeks, and I'm just starting to think there's something underlying going on here. Yeah, for sure. Well, that might be breaking the news here, folks. Absolutely. Uh, Well, this is the pregame show, ladies and gentlemen, season three, episode one. And it is brought to you by Manscaped, the best tools for family jewels worldwide. I mean, these things, this thing will get you trimmed up looking clean for uh, for every significant other in your in your life and just you know for your for your own uh, self-care and, and self hygiene so make sure you go use the code tdi at manscaped.com for 20 percent off free shipping and his lights out trim it out folks trim it up um i did want to say nate too that we had our head pro joining us on that trip he backed out the night before the trip so that was a big fiasco as well yeah but yeah, that was tough. Yeah, it certainly was. But you know what? It is what it is. We're moving on. Nate, it's the U.S. Open semifinals now. They're all set. I kind of stopped watch. I this is so bad of me, but I kind of stopped watching tennis once all the Canadian content is finished and like the huge names are out. Like yeah, like I think the the fifth and the third seed are still in on the men's side. Rap or I think something along those lines. And, and on the female side, obviously Swiatek's still around. I mean, yeah. she, she seems to be the absolute unanimous number one in every tournament. But like so when Serena lost in round three, and when when Shapoval when Shapovalov lost. I was like, and Bianca, I was like, yeah, it's, that's enough for me. Well, it's kind of the same with any sport, though, you know? Yeah. Minus, like, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Watching the Super Bowl, no matter what, but, like, viewership is going to go drastically down in, like, the NBA or the NHL. If it's just, like, say, like, it ends up being, like, oh, I was going to say Milwaukee, but that would, I mean, that would have worked out great about 10 years ago. But, yeah. you know, you just get two, like, like, say Portland's playing against, like, New Orleans. Yeah. Like, that, that's not going to get the big. You know, yeah, viewership. You know what I mean. So it's just kind of how it goes. I'm kind of waiting for in the tennis world for like the next breakout dominant. Yeah, I just star. See an absolute stud. Yeah, right I'm now. waiting for it, and we're hoping that Chapovalov or Ogur Aliasim might have been it, but it doesn't seem like the Canadians are going to climb that mountain. But obviously, I, in the female side, we've got some great content with Bianca and Layla. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was another? I can't pronounce his last name very well, but Nick uh, is it Kigrios? Is that right? Yeah, Kigrios? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, the he Australian freak out. He's a legend. Smashing his racket yeah. around. The guy's an absolute rage machine. <laughs> yes, he is. It's unbelievable. But he's a beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is, in between the legs, cool. behind the back stuff. And oh, he yeah, pulls out stuff in tournaments that are just like, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, but he's just always bitching. For it's sure. hilarious. Yeah. Nick Kyragos. Kyragos? Kyragos. Is it Kyragos? Nick Kyragos? I thought it was Kigrios. Okay. I thought the G was before the I. I thought it was K-Y. It is. Yeah. But then there's Kyragos. Kyragos. What did I say? Kigrios. Well, Listen, what, what sound does the Y make? So we'll we'll be watching the U.S. Open closely to see who wins at uh, in New York at the U.S. Open. But uh, Nate, there's some big fights this weekend, and no bigger than the main event with Nate Diaz, who will be. I think he's had a trilogy against uh, Conor McGregor. I'm not sure about how many fights, but Nick Diaz is fighting in his last fight under contract with the UFC versus Hazmat Chaimev, who's an absolute lunatic. Well, dude, Nate Diaz is like plus eight hundred, isn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, I'm actually. Got gonna sprinkle to that. Sprinkle that. Yes. I'm all over it. Yeah. We were on live on the line this week. I'm like, listen, I really like Nate Diaz. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to. Dude, it's UFC. This happens all the time. Like, the, oh, for the sure. underdog will win. 800? But this guy, I mean, this I, guy that he's fighting I just is an absolute lunatic. Yes, I know. He ends his fights in the first minute. Yeah, I know, but. I'm still rolling, Nate. I think I'm going to sprinkle it, too. Yeah. Maybe I'll bet on both. But speaking about brawls, Nate, and speaking about Nate's in brawls, what's going on with Bryce Hall? 
Okay. He's a coward. Is he? Yes. Okay. He's a weasel. Okay. No one even knows what he does. I know. Like, what does he do? I don't know what his talent is. He's just like, he started dancing on TikTok. He's still doing those weird dances. I know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, he's clear. I don't know. He keeps replying to all my stuff. And I, I'm, by the way, I'm going to fire another one at him here pretty soon. Yeah. He's just saying, he's saying, what? What did he comment on the first one? He called me kid. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like nine years older than you, you absolute yeah. nerd. Yeah, yeah. And then the second time, he's like, why are you so mad? I was like, what? at what point in that video was, did I have any bit of anger? Yeah. I'm just sitting out here in the woods waiting for you to come, you little weasel. Would you fight him? I'd fight him. Would you? 100%. Okay. I, I like it. I for a week and I beat the piss out of him. Yeah, yeah. He's a nerd, dude. He's got an absolute giraffe neck. <laughs> there's going to be a call. It sounds like there's going to be a call out video later on on TikTok today. There may be. If okay. Not very, at the very latest tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Pick up some very valid points. It's been about three days here, so I'm coming back hot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, folks. Well, that's going to conclude the pregame show, episode one, season three of the Daily Mission Podcast. We're moving into the MLB, and the Jays are on a bit of a heater right now. They have just swept the Pittsburgh Pirates. They've won a three or four against the Baltimore Royals, and now they're looking pretty good, man. They're sitting pretty in the wild card hunt. I finally hope they swept the Pittsburgh Pirates. I know. Those guys are an absolute dumpster fire. Oh Except for O'Neill Cruz, who absolutely throws and hits yeah, I know, like, 100 miles an hour. Like, yeah, dude. That's what we were talking about another time. It's like, I swear to God, he just like holds it a little longer just so he can absolutely beam one. If I was playing first <laughs> base, I'd be like, dude, I'm not doing it. I'm not playing first base today. This guy is literally out here trying to hit me. That guy absolutely throws heaters across the diamond, dude, man. Like 97, man. It's absolutely <laughs> stupid. Like, it's like, man, like... It's. I mean, it's a great thing to have. Oh my goodness, you're man! The manager be like, "Well, get him in there. Yeah. <laughs> we can't not have him." We yeah, got old Jimmy Rexburn throwing seventy five. It's like the the first baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates is just wearing hockey gear. Yeah, exactly. They got yeah. the catcher up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Trade goodness! For Buster Posey, throw him on first base. Man, honestly, uh, this brings up a nice point. Just talk about th- shortstops and them throwing at first base for outs is. Is uh, Boba Shet man? Is he can get a little wild, man? And, and I've seen I've seen Vladimir Guerrero Jr. do some acrobatic things with his body, try to catch the ball he this year. Forward and stuff. Oh my! Know, like Doing the he, he, he legit ended the game one. with the splits yeah, the other night. I know that's the that's so sick when they do that though. But it's like the splits. Yeah, I know. It's like I, you know, if you were to look at Vladdy, first thing that popped to mind wouldn't be like I bet he can do the splits. Um, no, I would bet against that if I was looking at him too. I've tried to do the splits. How'd that go? Hernia. <laughs> bad, bad hernia. Yeah, bad. you did have a hernia, though. I did. It was from doing the splits. Was it really? No. No, no. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Weak abdominal wall and very, very weak human. Yep. Very weak human. I am. Aaron Judge has been absolutely dialed in. He's at 55 home runs on the season. I think he's leading the AL MVP race. I mean, obviously, at this point, we understand what Otani's doing. It's unbelievable. He he pitches at a Cy Young rate, and he hits at an MVP silver slugger rate. But he's also on a team that's absolutely dog water. Yes. Aaron Judge is literally the only guy performing on the Yankees night in, night out, and the Yankees are in first place in their division. I think, personally... I mean, he's going to be clawing in at the home run, non-steroid home run record. I mean, actually, it would be worth noting. Has anybody tested this guy? Uh, no, they haven't. But I think the main reason for that is that he's six foot seven. Yep. He's an absolute brute. Yep. And, you know, he's going to win MVP. He's like minus 150, I think, right now. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, to be to be minus for an MVP thing at yeah. this point of the season is kind of outrageous. Plus, Pretty much a lock. He's getting 60 home runs. You can't not give it to a guy that gets 60 home runs. For sure. You just can't. If yeah. Otani were to get like 55 and pitch, and exactly, then it's yeah. like, okay, but what's Otani at? He's at like, 
man. I'll 32. I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I think he's 31 or 32. Is that what he's at? Yeah. Yeah, I Troach was... has hit 30 as well. Okay. But, I mean, he's blowing away the field, Aaron Judge. So it is going to be fun. Um, yeah, he's at 33. I mean, he's still second. You know, Otani, he's second. <laughs> that's so crazy. It's not like it's, you know. Second in home runs. Oh, man, then, you know, that kind of, it's not even worth, like a bad thing to sprinkle. The Otani. How about, how about Xander Bogarts, though? Dude, he's a beast. The whole year, dude, he's led in batting average. Dude, he's a beast. The whole in the AL, year. in the AL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we know what the... The old Goldschmidt. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Polly. <laughs> <Yeah. Bali. laughs> he's having a heck of a season as well. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, 53 hits. Nate, too. when was the last time you think the Yankees had a losing season, losing record? Uh, well, um, I would have to guess it has not been from 2000 on. Uh, what was that? Well, what was it? The year that I would bet, I would bet like 91 or 90. Cause that's when, uh, what was it? When they had that big, crazy, that stretch yeah, that yeah. They matched this year. 1993 was the last 1993. season. Okay. 30 straight years. Kind of checks out. Cause the blue Jays were a wagon then. Yes. Very the true. Series and very stuff. true. They win 92, 93. Or was yes, they did. 92? Yeah. 92, 93. 91, 92 was the Pittsburgh Penguins. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. How we doing? Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, to me, that's crazy for a team to be a winning team for thirty straight years. It talks to obviously their payroll, talks to the studs that they can bring in year after year, but they don't win World Series. Yeah, what do they got? They got oh nine. Yep. Two thousand. Two thousand. Uh, not oh one because I think didn't the Diamondbacks win in oh one? I'm not sure, man. I'm gonna pull it up. I want to see yep. how many World Series they've gotten in that stretch of winning records. For sure, um, it is worth. It is. I worth know they got at least one in the early 2000s, and I think a couple in the late 90s. I don't know why oh one sounds right to me, but it does. I thought oh one was the was the Diamondbacks though. Here I got it here. Um, okay, so oh yeah, it's gonna start me at 1903. Shout out Wikipedia. Let me just donate three bucks to you guys. Um, okay, so. Yeah, Blue Jays 92, 93, uh, Yankees 96, Yankees 98, Yankees 99, Yankees 2000, 01 was the Diamondbacks. Okay, Welcome nice to the show. call. So and they won four straight? Three straight. Three Mar straight. The Marlins mixed one in in 97. Oh my goodness. Out of the woodwork. The Marlins. Um, Yankees beat the Braves two of those. They also beat the Mets in 2000. Good God. What a heater of a series that would have been. God, I want that. And they, they lost to the Diamondbacks in game 7 one no way. Yeah, dude. They almost won four in a row. Wow. So Joe they, Torrey just getting bank back then. That's that's unreal. So, they, I mean, they were obviously an absolute wagon, but 30 straight seasons. Haven't won one since uh, since 09, but yep. they're going to have to start to heat up a little bit, man, if they're going to want to win a World Series. I'm not sure if they've got it in them. No, I don't think we'll see. It. Man, it's just home run or nothing. Yep. You know, like, yep. and the trade deadline's passed. Like, this is the squad. Yep. Then you got Pine Tire coming in, chucking everything outside the zone. It's going to be tough. <laughs> Pine Tar Chapman is a lunatic. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, the Mets needed—they were in a bit of a slump, but they won a, a doubleheader yesterday. They're a half game ahead of the Braves. So it, right now we've got 36 games, 35 games. Actually, I think it's 28 games left in the MLB season, and yep. it's just a jockeying race for position right now. Um, yeah. yeah Nate, are, the, are the Cardinals a dark horse? Do we give the Cardinals enough love? Like, do we do we honestly think that the Cardinals could beat the Dodgers or the Mets or the Braves? I don't, but like at the same time, like last year, I didn't really think the Braves were gonna pop a couple of teams that they did. 
you know? And yeah. You know, there was a few squads. I was like, I don't think the Braves can get through, but you know, I mean, there's always a chance, man. It's like, they just seem like they, there's just some guy who's going to come out on the St. Louis Cardinals and just be clutch as heck mm-hmm. through the entire playoffs. And they just, they're just a good playoff team, man. They have been for the last, you know, 10, 15 years. The Cardinals have mixed in some Flying championships a little under the radar too. Like I, would, yes. I if you would have told me 81 and 56, I would have guessed like 70 wins. Yeah. So yeah, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, hell why not? I mean, the Dodgers, I mean, and the I wish the Padres could get it together. See Juan Soto, he's talking about getting booed and stuff. He's like, it's not the same here. It's like, well, dude, you're looking for four hundred million mega dollars. Yeah, like you we'll see what happens in good. old San Diego with old Fernando Tatis getting his new uh, soldier shoulder uh, all up yeah. to date now that he's uh, over uh, his strep throat. But what a disaster that's also, been. Just lastly, shout yep. out to my Washington Nationals. Yep. The only team eliminated from playoff convention. <laughs> Have a year, boys. That's absolutely just no. go off, gentlemen. What are we? Three years off a uh, three years off a World Series. Yeah, that's We're dead tough. last, folks. We sold the farm. All right, Nate, that's going to conclude episode or that's going to conclude quarter one yeah we're calling it early yeah episode that's going to conclude quarter one episode one season three we're going to move into the nfl because it is finally here as you're listening to this podcast the first game of the nfl will have concluded the rams versus the bills nate who are we looking at tonight it's gonna be it's tough man that spreads odd minus two and a half bills favorite yeah you know, I, part of me wants to roll the Rams just because, you know, they're going to have the little Super Bowl thing. Yep. The Bills are going to be sitting a little bit. But it's just that spread's almost too uh, too too much to take on the Bills. I, I don't know. I think we're rolling Bills, aren't we? I think we're going to ride the Bills I here. Mean, I got OT game. Yeah. We're back, baby. Yeah, that's right. By the way. So, yeah. OT game of the, of the week. Actually, probably not even. I'll probably get another one for Sunday. Okay. So, this is uh, OT yeah, yeah. game of the day. Yeah. But uh, it is worth noting, Nate, that uh, on our chalkboard, we'll be betting on every single NFL game. So that'll be the kind of the main hub to find all of our best bets on Operation 272. We'll keep you updated with a few kind of a couple of the Sunday afternoon game, a couple of the evening games, and then obviously the Sunday nighter. But all of the games will be found on chalkboard. So if you want to follow along with Operation 272, we'll be betting on every single spread this season on every single game, 272 NFL games. Uh, we're also going to do a nice little turning 20 into 500 on Sundays. So yeah. we'll be doing a few bets with 20 bucks first Sunday to see if we can build the bankroll and start uh, see if we can build that to 500. That's going to be a fun journey. Yeah, it is going to be fun. Another fun thing is going to be the survivor pool. Yes, it is. Um, obviously, there's definitely a few people listening to this that have not joined uh, by this point. I suppose it would actually be too late. Or, or can no, no, you, no, you can be yep. in by Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's last stretch here, guys. Like, yeah. Get in here. Like we're rolling and I'm going with the, I'm going with the, uh, the Ravens. Oh yeah. 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 Is that what you're going with? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with the Ravens week one and uh, we'll, we'll let them go. But I mean, it's just it's a bloodbath, man. It gets tough. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I'm never going to pick the Jets. No, no. no. I, no. I might pick the team that's playing the Jets every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? like, for sure. It's going to be the first for the first three weeks. Anyway, once Zach Milf Hunter Wilson gets back, it'll be a different story. <laughs> but see what it, happens. That guy's so good. Oh, my goodness, man. Zach Wilson out for the first three weeks. So they're going to start Joe Flacco. Man, the Jets are such a it would be so tough to be a New York Jets fan. Yeah, it would. It is tough. Tough, tough, dust team. Oh, man. But it is week one, man. It's so exciting. The NFL season, it, it travels you through the fall. Every Sunday is so exciting. Get the best bets going. But, Nate, some of the storylines I'm looking at week one, I'm excited to see what this Trey Lance character has for the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo is sticking around. I think the leash for Trey Lance is going to be a little shorter. I'm excited to see what this kid's got. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. little added pressure for him, too. Oh, for I would we say. Ta- I think we were yeah. talking about that. It's I can't remember when it was. A few point, episodes though. ago. I don't yeah. think it would have been last episode because I was... 
Yeah. I was a little hung. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we got that in in depth on anything. Man. No, I don't think. It was a pretty much a 20-minute sprint last episode. Yeah, it was. I was like, hey, we're in the NFL. And Donovan Mitchell got <laughs> traded to the Cavs. And yeah. then, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, have a good stuff. It's a good yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Three yeah. minutes, 55 seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the guy. But, I mean, he'll be starting off. And... You know, that's just not a. I'm not taking my survivor pick gamble on that, though. No, I'm Tell not. Uh, we're going to be. Somebody I'll be watching will, him though. closely. Somebody will. Yep. I'll be watching him closely. Nate, Tom Brady at age 45 versus the Dallas Cowboys. He's missed a bit of camp. A lot of rumors going around that Giselle and him are on the brink of. Honestly, if Tom Brady and Giselle break up, I'm going to be in Giselle's DMs. Yeah. Yeah. I bet a few people will. Yeah. I know one guy who won't. Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. The, okay. They used to We've date, got though. to take a side note here. They used to date. I know. Yeah, yeah. That was his second on his, like... Yeah. They had a good run, five years. Did they? Yep. Okay. Good little run, five years. Oh, one to 05, so S- turned 25, he gassed her. Yeah, so that's like... So Leonardo DiCaprio, it's kind of the thing going around right now, is as soon as he has a girlfriend, and once she turns 25, he kind of moves on to the next kind of... Yeah, I was gonna say so, fresh meat, but that is the most disrespectful wow. thing I've ever seen in my entire wow. life, so I was wow. not gonna go there. He moves on to the next young and immature girl who, yeah. Now, see, I was kind of thinking about this, too. And, okay. And I kind of came to the conclusion, you know, most of them, it might not be the 25 thing. Like, he usually gets a few. He might, plain and simple, just get sick of the chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like. But is it not a coincidence after 11? It's certainly. <laughs> I just can't picture him, like, sitting there being like, all right, we got, like, three weeks left. Of Do this. you think Brady and DiCaprio hate each other? Uh, probably not. I can't imagine. No. No, jeez. I mean, who knows? When did they? When did Brady and them? When did Brady and her start? When did they get together? Um, like must, uh, must have been like. Oh, oh wait! I know this actually. It's like oh eight or oh nine. I think. Okay, yeah, sounds about so. right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I no, think. I don't think so. They're they're too like you know. Yeah, they're two mega stars, and I mean Leonardo DiCaprio's been anyway. Also, if you're Brady, you're like, oh, well, I mean. J- Come on, DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not like, bad. It's, it's rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a terrible esky. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars are another teammate they're going to be watching Week One. Um, Trevor Lawrence obviously going into his second year. He got uh, ETN uh, in the in the backfield. Who's going to be healthy this year? I'm excited to see what this team looks like what this offense looks like i think it was a bit of a gong show last year with urban meyer now they got dougie peterson i think that's a team that i don't know if they're going to make huge strides but they're definitely going to be a team that's going to captivate me in week one yeah for sure i i almost um almost went against them but yeah 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 well i probably will actually yeah well who are they playing again they're playing Uh, they're uh, playing washington right or cincinnati are they playing washington yeah, it is Washington Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, it is. That yeah. is a big. Yeah. That's a. That's a. That's going to yeah. be a game that I'm going to check in on. See what the offense is looking like. Yeah, I like Scary sure. Terry and DF DFS. That's a two o'clocker. Is it? That'll be my check. That'll be my uh, two o'clocker. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Okay. Watch your guy Carson Wentz go to work. Yeah, right. Um, directly to the clinic. <laughs> and Russell Wilson Monday night, Nate, going back to Seattle, playing for Denver. That's going to be obviously just a must-watch game. Did you see the? They're going to blow the brakes off Seattle. Did you see the news that came out on him that he was like pissed off at Seahawks? Uh, yeah, management. Pete Carroll too with his play calling and not enough throwing. Well, he and... was like really mad about like uh, Mah- them look checking out Mahomes and uh, Allen. 
oh. the, at the when they were like they went and did like a ton of scouting oh, okay. on that stuff, and he was like, "Oh, gave oh, me a break." Oh, I, that's what I mean. It's like yeah. only the NFL, eh? Yeah, you got to like, do your due diligence, dude. It's like and same with yeah. remember Aaron Rodgers. They drafted didn't they draft a QB? Jordan first Love, yeah. yeah, and and he was like pissed, and yeah. it's like, well, dude, like that one might be a little bit more warranted because he's like the MVP of the league every second year, and he had no weapons. Yeah, yeah, true yeah. enough, true yeah. enough. Yeah, I guess I always forget too that like you get you grab a running back and like it's an immediate impact. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. These guys are like coming in and being a stud. Yeah, that's kind of just a stupid draft pick, really. But, oh, yeah. well, he's brutal too. Like he's like yeah. in his preseason and his NFL action, he's been terrible. Yeah. All right, Nate, that's going to conclude the NFL. We're super pumped that it's back. But like Nate said, go check out the chalkboard. Follow along with the survivor, or go join the survivor. We'll follow along with all of our micro betting segments that we're going to have. It's going to be a massive NFL season. We're going to have huge news come Monday or come Tuesday because we're not recording Sundays anymore. Yeah. All right. Halftime show. Guess their jersey number. I've got some greasy ones. Okay, mine are like middle of the pack greasy. I okay, think they're just like they're they're well, they're, you'll know them. It's just yep. like a matter of if you know the number. Okay, know? but anyway, get the grease underway. All right, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, sixteen, uh, number nine. Oh my god, I was gonna say that. I, I got mixed up with golf. Okay, I'm yeah, that, idiot, that is, man. yeah, that's very true. Jesus, Tim Boyle. Wow. Yeah. Is he number three? No, he's number twelve. Okay. Yeah. Niels Hoglander. Uh, is he 71? 21. Oh, why the hell would I think Is this going to be an over 10? That might be. Cam Akers? 23? Three. Mm. OG Ananobi. Uh, Ananobi, he's uh, three, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he That's is. rock and roll, baby. <laughs> That isn't that the worst when you uh, you it's, give one to somebody and, and it's, it's that number? Exactly. It's just like, I've it's stared just like, at mm. it. I know. Uh, Philip Heedle. Oh, I was thinking about this on the way up and I was like, this is, I was like, I wouldn't get it. Is he 25? He's 72. Wow. Yeah. That's dust. Yeah. T Oscar Hernandez. He's 26. 37. <laughs> Last one to go. It's so funny when you're so confident on it. And you <laughs> I know, try to get on the board. Chris Paul. Three. There you go. So we got two, we got two threes here. And so we're going into the final round. Oh, uh, this is just, oh, come on. It's our guy. Bernie Nichols. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Just a just a freak goal scorer. Yes, he was. Man, I've got this like I'm not. This is not what I'm guessing. I'm just saying this is in my head right now. OK. It's 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 in the 50s. <laughs> is that anywhere near? Give me a, give me a give me a remote hint. I'm not giving you a hint. I'll give you a hint. For what? I'm already done. One. I'm already done. No, I have one more for you. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do, man. I've only oh. given you four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, give me a hint. Um, it, yeah, it's, I wouldn't give me a hint. It's, it's lower than you think. 19. 10. Mm. 19, the most worn number in NHL So history. this is for the win? Yeah. Alec Manoa. He's number six. Yeah, he is. How the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Are we fucking doing <laughs> Sorry for the curse words. It's okay, there, you're allowed. Gentlemen. You're allowed two f words in an hour. Yeah, actually, you're allowed one more of those, Nate. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, all right, Nate. That's going to conclude the halftime fuck. show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that'll be all. <laughs> yeah. And we're moving to quarter three. It's NHL chatter. <laughs> Canada wins the, and it's hockey chatter. I should say not just NHL because Canada wins the wins the women's world championship two to one over the United States. Congrats, congrats to the ladies. Do you know? Do you know where we're at, Nate? With like trying to figure out a uh, a centralized league for the females yet? No. All uh, last I heard, they were just still bickering about the two. Okay. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I 
We don't really know what's going on. No, I mean, they, they've got to merge them. Yeah. You can't have two North American leagues no. trying to compete. It's absolutely no. foolish. Like, that's just part one of, like, what needs to change. So so there needs to be a, a merge of the leagues. Okay, well, that's just... We're, we're, we're going to need to make some phone calls and get it in the mix here because I guarantee if we sat in the boardroom, we'd come up with some good ideas. Oh, 100%. It'd yeah. be, you know, it'd be easy. But but it's. Just, I want to watch female... Like, I want to yeah. watch Marie-Philippe Poulin. Yeah. I want to watch Mae Batherson. Let's I want to see, see where they're Kessel. going. Amanda Kessel. Like... Bit of a smoke. Anyway, um, Tim Stutzler. <laughs> yeah. Eight-year extension, Nate. $8.36 million per year. That'll kick in after next year? Uh, Yes. I think he's got one yep. more year yeah, in his rookie right. deal. So, I mean, that that's good. Um, yeah. Oh, and, you know, I didn't even put into, into factor yesterday when I was looking at the Debrinket and how he, like, his qualifying offer and how they have $7 million in space. Man, they might be banking on losing to Brinkett after this year, honestly. Yeah. I would say the way they're set up right now because that Stutzel's going to take over. I'm not sure what contracts come off the books. I don't think a whole lot of them. A lot of the main guys are signed up pretty good. So that's going to be That's going to be interesting. I mean, this, this now puts Tim Stutzla as the highest paid senator uh, amongst the likes of Drake Batherson, Claude Giroux, Thomas Shabbat, Alex DeBrinket, Brady Kachuk, and Josh Norris. I mean, you, you're, really, you're really forecasting and hoping that one, the cap goes up in a couple of years. Yes. And that two, he stays on the trajectory, the development trajectory that he's been on. Because, okay, yes, we've seen flashes of Tim Stutzel play very well, but he's very undersized at this point in his career. He's, he he's dives around, guy. fills, and I find he's got the blinders on. He's not a very good playmaker. He doesn't no. have the NHL playmaking capabilities yet. Hopefully. He's, he's still in, like, world junior Germany mode, Yes, I exactly. Like it's like, I got to do I can all do it this. all. All I have is, uh, what's his name that played uh, the Sabres guy? He was filthy with him. Um, oh gosh! Yeah, what was his? What was his what name? was that guy's name? I don't know. I gotta look it up because he's a he's sick. Yeah, he's a stud too. Um, but I know what you're talking about. He was the only other guy in the World Juniors with him on the team Germany. Yeah, and they were sick. Yeah, but no, I agree, Nate. I mean, he needs he needs some development. JJ Paterka. Yes, that guy's a filth wagon. Man. Yes, he is. So is Philip Hedel, by the way. Yeah, like that guy. Um, but you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think too, like it's it, what's refreshing for senators fans and even just the senators organization is that you've got a lot of young guys, a lot of young studs who have committed to the organization tickets. I'm seeing the ticket sales are, are, you know, are, are through the roof in terms of season uh, yeah, tickets and, and record up. sales. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's great that the senators have all these guys locked in. Now it's just a matter of them taking the next steps and becoming these, you know, worth the contract. Yeah. And they're on the right track here. I, I, I don't hate the Stutz look contract i mean no. like uh, somebody said in the chalkboard too if you're not in the chalkboard folks get in there we have the yes. best chats of all time for sure it's like a never-ending podcast but someone mentioned in the chalkboard that's like listen if i'm sending out a contract like this i'm gambling on stutzla rather than giving it to a nazim cadre at age 32 yes 100 i'd agree with that 100 it's a really good point um <clears throat> and you know i don't hate it i mean like stutzla is going to be good this is going to be his first Last year was his first full season in the NHL, yep. so we'll see what happens here. For sure. And, I mean, they got some good pieces coming up. Uh, I mean, the goaltending is going to be needed here pretty soon. Talbot, for me, never been the guy. Yeah, I know. But we'll see what happens Forrest there. Forrestburg played okay. I mean, it'll be yeah, a tandem. I know. It's, yeah. I don't think they're ready to go on a big run yet. Talbot's 35. Ooh. Yeah, he's Wow, that would be a good guess the age. It would have been. I would have been I, definitely probably around that 32, 31. Yeah, me wow. too. Me too. Um, Kirby Doc signs a four-year. This is a very friendly deal. Uh, 3.336. 
3.36 AAV um, in uh, in Montreal, Kirby Doc. I, I mean, he's a young player that's proved a little bit, obviously, and and I mean that's I think that's a solid contract for the next four years for, yeah, the, for I, the Montreal Canadiens. I think so too. I mean, it's not even if he underachieves it, it's like okay, well, it's 3.3. Like, yeah, he's gonna have some games where he has some good games for sure. Um, it it it'd probably end up I would say by the end of that being I mean like this guy's good. Yeah, yeah, he's the third overall pick. Um, he would have torched those juniors had he not snapped his ankle or something. That yes, I remember. very I true. Remember yeah, yeah. So he missed out on that. So I think a, I think this contract would look a little better to some people if they were able to watch him in that World Juniors yep. and he would have absolutely torched like how Mason McTavish did this year kind yeah. of thing. He's, he's a good player. He's a big right-handed player. He's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Nate. I've got a few situations for you here and I want you to kind of maybe rank them in terms of... I want to say... Uh, so I'm going to say... Which of these situations have the mo- the most pressure on them going into next NHL season? Okay, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Minnesota Wild, the Ottawa Senators, or the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I would say in order, it's Toronto. One, yes. I'm going to go with two for Vegas. Yes. Uh, I mean, they're they, they're clearly going for it. They've they've kind of screwed themselves, which you saw coming. <laughs> they like, have they been just in video game mode. We talk about it. It's foolish, man. They literally dish guys. And, you know, three and four, I mean, like for Ottawa, it's like you definitely want to see like some progression. Yep. So I don't think there's a whole lot of pressure there. You just can't be worse than you were last year. You got to be like probably 10, 15 points better, I think, and you're okay. And for Minnesota, I put them at three just because like it's Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're not that solid. And like. I think any are they going to make fans, a step in the in like a direction of being a real threat anytime soon? Like, I don't think. I mean, they, they they're just getting older. You yeah. Know? I mean, like you got Spurgeon and the boys. Like Matt Dumba's gone completely off a cliff. Um, he before he busted his ankle that one year, man, he was going absolutely a wire. How much how much cap room is spent on Parise and Suter? Oh, geez, I can pull it up pretty quick, but it's uh, probably a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of cap yeah. uh, we're capturing. Due to that bio, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to take a look at that honestly. Now that you bring it up, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Bill Guerin's kind of handcuffed there. Well, those deal. Yeah. Well, there's not, and there's nothing you can do. But I mean, buying it out was probably his best option. Hundred percent. I mean, these guys were absolutely horrid. I was never a big suitor guy. No. Guy played thirty minutes a night, and then you'd see him getting burned, just getting scored on an OT here, but. I mean, their decor's not, like, awful. They got Tyson Jost, too, eh? I forgot okay. about that. Marcus Foligno, he's an absolute sketch. Yeah, he can tune, tune you up for drop the gloves with him. I mean, Matt Zuccarello at six is so rich. And they also paid Erickson Eck. That's right. That'll be that'll be okay. Um, but anyway, I'm going to get down to the point that we were talking about here. And that is uh, how much cap they are. Oh, my good Lord on earth. How much? This is unbelievable. How much money is... Take a stab. It combined, uh, $4 million. Twelve. <laughs> Dude, twelve million this year, fourteen next. Oh my goodness, man! And that that I believe that counts against the cap. I think it does. Fourteen, twelve, fourteen. So it's twelve, fourteen, fourteen, and then at twenty five, twenty six, it only accounts for one point six, one point six. Oh I believe that's correct. I would have to like double check that, but that's what it's appearing. To so be that's on I mean, friendly. It's tough to be competitive when you're spending twelve and fourteen million dollars in the hard cap era on guys that don't even play for your team oh man you know what it might not count okay it's not giving a cap percentage here and i'm just looking we got 30 and 41 puts us at 71 and then but oh no it definitely counts it counts yeah it counts yeah, yeah it has to jesus that's tough well those contracts were ridiculous man yeah they, they were signed those back in 2012 <laughs> 
New Jersey couldn't get the deal done with Parise, and then they gave uh, Ilya Kovalchuk the book and just made up a contract that was illegal, and then they lost their first-round pick. Oh, and tough. then he hightailed it a year later to the Continental Hockey League. Yeah. Damn shame there in that dump hole of Newark. Yes. Yeah. Nate, that's going to include the NHL hockey talk for quarter three. We're going to move into quarter four just briefly. Pat Beverly traded to the Lakers. Obviously a massive mouth on him. He's just a gritty player. Defensively minded. I don't mind Pat Beverly. I mean, I, at certain points, I've called him a clown. I like him on the Lakers. Uh, Durant tweets that he needs to be a 99 overall in the NBA 2K at uh, NBA 2K. He's like, why am I not a 99 overall? It's like, let's take it easy, Kevin. Yeah. And uh, Nate, I don't know what's going Who on. Cares? I mean, Lucas scored a bunch of points in like the Euro basketball. There's been the Summer League, the Drew League. Like, I can't really keep track, but there's a lot of basketball going on, but we're really not going to follow into the NBA rules. Is around. the Drew League, is that. Uh... Is that, Bieber's? Is it Bieber's? I don't know. I don't know either. You'd have to think. You'd have to reckon. So who knows? Pulling out. Like, how'd that thing start, man? The Drew League. The Drew League. It's got to. Well, there's got to be some. Uh, there's got to be some ties to. Uh, you would think. Yeah. What's well, in L.A.? No, man. Established in 1973. Oh wow! So founded by Alvin Wills, who worked at the league, rose in popularity. Okay, I. Uh, during Tills and the Light. So, yeah, I guess I don't know why it's called that, but uh, that's something for another day. So well, folks, not, Bieber. we'll have more basketball news next episode. It's going to be an NFL. Like, I, I just hope everyone's enjoyed their Thursday night because it's going to be a heck of a game tonight. Nate yeah. Bills, Rams. Uh, Firewagon of the week for me is Serena Williams. Yep. Uh, heck of a career, Serena. Absolute legend. You got a Firewagon on, my, on hand? Uh, fire wagon of the week would be Tim Stutzel's agent. Okay. A great grab for the kid. Yep. Uh, good money for the agent as well. Absolutely. I was not expecting an eight year deal for Stutzla. I no. would have figured there was going to be like a two year bridger. Yes. But, uh, yeah. So fire wagon of the week goes to Tim Stutzla's agent. I love it. Nice. Um, he, my dog water of the week's Bryce Hall actually, yeah, uh, for being an great. absolute coward. I'm uh, not taking up your fight offer. We'll see what we can make in the mix here in the next few weeks with Bryce Hall, but that is an absolute plug. Yeah, he is a plug. I, I would give it to him had you not, but I'm going to go with my Washington Nationals. Okay. Uh, they got chirped by like a Home Depot the other day on Twitter as well Ooh. for losing. I can't remember what it was. That's tough scene. It might not have been Home Depot, but somebody said they had more more uh, wins than or no, oh, it was like a building. Okay. They said they had more they had more stories in the building than they had wins this season. Ooh. And they're the only team eliminated from the postseason. Yeah, it's never a good so it's uh, just absolute dust over there. Filthy unis, though. I would give them. <laughs> Well, folks, it's season three. Yeah, we're season three, baby. Let's rock. We'll catch you guys on Tuesday. Peace.